What's going on guys, Matt here, coming to you live with Video Chicken, to my left is uh, my co-host, Chickenista, Chicken Expert, also doing a lot of sales I hear lately. It is Friday, it is April 22nd. How are we doing today, Kristen? We're doing good. Good, good. Uh, yeah, I, I already see that. Is this going to be a tradition that uh, you're going to wear your chicken poo Chicken necklace. Poo necklace. It's a little vial of hemp and chicken poo. Yeah, if it's you, it's good voodoo. Is it voodoo? Voodoo. I, I really don't Juju. know. Juju. 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 De okay. Definitely not voodoo. Well, and there is Ingrid as always, the first one here, last one to leave, making sure everything looks good, sounds good. Um, what's going on? I can't believe it's Friday already. I know. It is. I feel like these weeks just keep going by so fast. It is just absolutely incredible. At um, least the show is a is a a mark on the passing of time. Is that a good thing or bad thing? Yeah. A mark of passing of time. I don't know. I can tell you. I, I once again I've learned. It's this is actually. I, I I I say we do the show for our viewers, for our potential customers, our customers. You know, to answer all those questions. Truth be told, I do it for me. I do it for my. It's almost like I, I think it's turning into a, a point where I get to kind of get things off my chest. Mm -hmm, like therapy. Oh, my gosh. Like last week's on video. You should just get some chickens. Yeah, we are so due. We are so <laughs> due to get more chickens. All right. Well, there's already 31 people here. That is awesome. We are going to have, a, as always, a great show today. I know we're going to be talking about a particular topic that we're hoping to actually get a video done uh, that people will also be able to watch. Gosh, very soon. Well, I didn't tell you. I guess we didn't feel Ingrid. It. No, it's it's the week of Matt doesn't send out memos. That's what's going on. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I don't get everything out of my head. Um. <laughs> so, anyways, all right. So, if you're watching right now, we are live. Please in the comments if you have any questions, any comments, please leave them in there. If anything else, please just give us a wave. Say where you're watching from. Uh, Do you want to tell people what the show is about today? I'm going to get to it. Okay. I'm going to get to it. Yeah. Yeah. If you weren't going to, I was going to. Thank you. I was Christian. just going to butt right in. and Or Ingrid could, actually. You, well, you guys are here to just butt right. I mean, yeah. you do all week. I mean, what's right. different now? <laughs> uh, well, I'd like to give everyone a chance to get in here. I and know, it, but for people that are listening to this. We're going to have a great show. Okay. We're going to have a great show. Um, what we're going to be talking about today, we hope to actually do a video. Yeah, on... we, it's a very hot topic for people who have ordered a coop or thinking about getting a coop or getting a second coop. Now they have a fresh start. Where Or maybe they're building their own coop. Yes, where should I put it? Where should I put it? What do I put it on? How do I prepare for my new coop? Site prep, we call it, right? Yes. So today we are going to be talking about site prep. What you need to think about when you're trying to pick out. Okay, you picked your chicken coop out. Where are we going to put it? That's right. Placement and prep. Placement and prep. So Ingrid, as always, has done uh, some slides. We have not seen them yet. It's mm -hmm. for your guys' viewing pleasure. I also noticed, too, when I was watching the promo, I, I, are we too close to the screen now? Like, what's happened here? I feel like we don't have as much table, uh, especially to show off something that is here. If you're not sure what this is, this is our golden bell. You have a chance to win a free t-shirt. Should you leave a comment or a question, 
apparently that we love. Um, I thought it was supposed to only be me that's allowed to touch the bell. You're a little slow sometimes. (laughs) Maybe you're too selective. I think there's people, yeah. Kristen thought other things were bell-worthy. That's right. We don't want to just. If it's only it's a yours, special you need moment. to put it over there so I can't reach it. No, no, that's no. Right there. Right there's the bell. Uh, so, again, you have a chance to win a free shirt. Should you leave a comment, question that I just love, or I guess Kristen also likes, thinks that it's worth the mm-hmm. uh, ringing of the bell. Also, I can't reach it. So. I, <laughs> <laughs> I also see that you, you, brought some, uh, you brought some for show and tell. Yeah, like, well, we I could. actually brought this last week. Oh, you did? And I we did. Didn't, we didn't get to it? No. No, we didn't. But well, of course, I mean, it, you could just count on me to bring either my purse bantams or <laughs> eggs or hemp or chicken poop. You know, it's just stuff I travel with. Um, Oh, that's a good question. Cole Ferguson. That's actually a great question. Make sure we get to that. So we yes. will get to your questions and comments because ultimately that's my favorite part of the show. And actually, that is a great question I want to get to there regarding sweating. Or condensation on the roof. Uh, all right, so are we going to talk about this real quick? Because we had we talked a lot about hemp this week. We do have our new hemp coming in. We're going to give it a try. And that is North American hemp. So that is very exciting that we actually have hemp from North North America. We don't have to import it across the Atlantic. That is right. And the reason why we're doing that is keep the price down and hopefully not have another obstacle in our way that causes us to run out of stock Mm -hmm. because for some reason these ships have a hard time getting into the ports and then we've had a container get lost all that good stuff so we're always trying to make sure we are you know thinking about the customer and and be able to offer them the best product at the best price whenever they want it uh so yeah so hemp so this is uh hemp that why did you bring this because you had your hemp, hemp samples last time. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you had these samples. Yeah. So I just thought we could compare, but it, it's not really relevant. That's yeah, why you, you... I didn't bring it up last okay. week. Okay. All right. Well, I'll let it go then. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, it's and sitting it's not in... relevant because this was a competitor's hemp oh, I that see. I bought like years and years you ago. You know, we have territories in the streets around here. I know. I know. So <laughs> I didn't want to get like kicked off the show by bringing in. Yeah, you this, know you're uh, pushing it. This baggie of hemp. That is that... like the day I thought I was doing a good deed. Mm-hmm. And I bought cookies from a bake sale. Okay, you want me to get up and leave? Is that it, what you're doing? How in the world you can spot me bringing in <laughs> someone else's baked cookies into my? Whoa! Home. Did I find it? All right. Anyways, okay. And that's only because I love to bake, and you're robbing me that opportunity uh, of uh, baking because <laughs> I only need an excuse. All right. Okay. So we're gonna get on with it. So today we're gonna be talking about site prep. But any questions or comments, leave them down below. Um, we're going to get into it, but there is a one more thing I want to go over or do. Mm-hmm. I got a present coming. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Ingrid brought us a present. What? Really? Well, brought me. But I like to think of it as us. And I was not planning on giving it to you on the show, but. You of know course, that. you know my style. <laughs> Let's do it on the show. Let's go. I mean, I want to share it with everyone. Uh, this is pretty cool. Ingrid uh, has a present for me. Do you want it now? Please. Okay. I'm dying for it. <laughs> Hang on. Also, I, I have an idea that came up right before the show. I was thinking about sharing a picture mm-hmm. of a part of the installation job that the road crew is doing out in Texas, and there's one thing wrong. And I asked him, I said, can you spot what's wrong? Because you know I'm not going to give him the answer. And he hasn't come up with the answer yet. And really? I was curious. Oh, it's even wrapped. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's heavy. 
my chicken poop necklaces what in weren't the wrapped. World? Oh, maybe they hold were. Hold on, hold on. Put but. your arm. Put your. Put your. You. You. Oh. What is, is this that? gold? What is yeah. that? No, it's. Go ahead. I have no idea what that is. That is really heavy. I thought Let's I just open it carefully. <laughs> I hope it's a whole case of hot pepper jam. I <laughs> wish it was not. You're gonna um, have to wait for the. <laughs> all right. Well, Ingrid, this is so nicely wrapped. Um, wow. Uh, so, truth be told, I saw Ingrid message someone, and I was like, oh. "I should have deleted that." Yes, you should have. I'm sorry. I, I, I do poke. Surprise. I do poke around. So I have a feeling that's what this is, but I would never think it's that that heavy. So it sounds like there's going to be a little bit more to this. All right. So, oh, you can just open. You can just. That's. I mean, literally found recycled stuff in my closet. And Jeez. Well, I'm just it. trying to pick the thing up. It is so heavy. I don't have well, anything that nice in my closet. Okay. So. <laughs> There's a couple of them in there, so I been wanting to get something like this in the shop for yeah. so long. Which is all right. So we got three pictures. Right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Oh, Ingrid, thank you. All right. So if you haven't been catching our show recently, you would not recognize this coop. If you have been catching our show and you know that you must watch. The HGTV special, Fixer to Fabulous, the welcome in. This is the coupe we did. And wow. So Thank we you. have a watercolor version? Yeah. So the, the, in the show, the, there was um, Jenny Mars's friend who, who designed, painted the wallpaper that they used in the, in the inn, and she made a, uh, a watercolor of the coupe. So I just asked Jenny to send me those so I could put this together for you. Thank that you. That is very nice. I, no wonder they were heavy. Oh my I'm gosh, this is well done. I mean, this is this mm -hmm. is some good stuff here, Ingrid. Well, thank you. Oh wow, no, thank and then, you. And then I put These like the fantastic. air date on there, so you always remember the air date. Oh, mm -hmm. see, I love that. So, and I do want to start a collection of this because I've been wanting. We have so many great coops around this country that we've turnkeyed, and we don't have any pictures to show them off mm -hmm. um, in the office. But anyways, so thank you. You're very welcome. That was very sweet. That is nice. All right. right, are we ready to get started? You want to answer a couple questions and comments? Sure. Got to guess. My, I, so I was going to do a disclaimer. Hold on. Can I do something real quick? Sure. Well, actually, no, you need the practice. Can you bring up the picture of the heated water system that the guys are installing right now in Texas? Mm. And the reason why he sent me a picture is this is a new guy that is uh, installing it. And for whatever reason, apparently you can get tricky installing a heated water system. And I said, send me a picture so I can confirm that it's right. There's one thing, one thing that's not correct. And I know my dad will guess it. I so this is the right, I don't uh, know which is how we find okay, it. Okay, okay. So um, Is this the right one? No. no. Um, I, I was also thinking if someone is able to guess. Am I allowed to guess? Um, so there it is right there. Okay. So here's the inside of a beautiful Craftsman Coop they're doing out in um, right next to Abilene, Texas. And the new guy installed the heated water system, and it looks good. This is the inside shot, but there's one thing, one thing that is wrong. And I'm curious if anyone can guess what it is. And it's not going to be easy, but the people that know me, there's a hint, that know me well will spot it right away. My father, I know he's going to know because he, well, I've learned from him. And I was thinking about if anyone guesses it correctly with one guess, not multiple guesses, and trying to get it right, possibly giving them a free shirt. So what do you think about that idea? If people are looking at this picture right now, this is our heated water system, 
And there's one thing that is wrong. Do you guys have any ideas? Now, if you do, don't say it. And Nan's watching too. She also might know. But I would love it if, if someone wants a chance to win a shirt. I'm just going to do it. If someone can, because I really want to know who pays close attention to the show, to the videos. There is something, and I don't talk about this a lot, but it has been mentioned. All right, so we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. We want to carry on with the show. Um, so I I, I'll give guesses. everyone one guess. I'm going to give everyone one guess, and, and the first person to get it right with one guess, I will give them do a Do you free see shirt. the um, comments there? I do see the comments. Well, people are guessing. <clears throat> mm. Love the frother, but if I have some on my nose, you got to let me know. No, I'm not letting you know. Yeah. All right, well, I love that people are guessing, and... I'm gonna I'm gonna give another clue. I love that I love the guesses because people are paying attention, and I can I'm gonna give you a clue. Um, so I already gave one clue. Is people, anybody right? Have you looked at the comments? No one is right yet. Okay. Well, see, I don't know if I want to say that because other people read the comments. Oh. Okay. okay? Well, well, I don't. But two clues. People that know me best. The efficacy will work. <laughs> Any ideas? I have two guesses. Hmm. Okay. Are we ready to get started with the show? Okay. All right. Do you want to answer some questions? I would love to. I would love to. I would love to. Love the... to. So let's yes. go back. And again, to... everyone that's watching, we are live. It is April twenty second. Happy Earth Day! Isn't today Earth Day? Today is Earth Day. Today is Earth Day. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be warm. Chickens down... are great for Earth Day. They are. Yeah, I think chickens are great for everything, aren't they? Yeah, Every day? I used to do the a bunch of chicken booths around uh, Earth Day. It was uh, a very busy time of oh, year for yeah. me. Um, so if you guys have any questions or comments, please leave them down below. But I guess we don't really have Earth Day festivals Make sure anymore. you guys are sharing the show. That is one mm -hmm. way to pay us back, if you wouldn't mind, or to say thank you to us, if I may say, share the show. So Sharon said, hi from New Jersey. The show couldn't be more timely. My Cali Coop is on the truck for delivery. She's so mm -hmm. excited. So thank you, Sharon. Yeah, That's Sharon. Great. Thank you. Um, and Gail said her son will be getting a new coupe from us, and it, he thinks the delivery is in August. So this show will be good for them. Hopefully. I can tell you right now, gosh, I don't want to scare people. And we just had this meeting yesterday. I mean, the lead times are just, and they're fluctuating. It is a battle every day just to do business. It is, it is just crazy. I can tell you, though, we are working so hard to make everyone happy. And speaking of making everyone happy, make sure we bring up the conversation I had yesterday with a customer out in Nevada. Okay. I had an awesome talk. I thought Why it was don't my, you talk about it now? I thought it was my dad's twin brother. So I had an advantage. I knew exactly how to communicate with him that was going to set his mind at ease. Um, well, there, there's a lot to get into, but I'm going to say this, and I've already talked to you about it a little, and I thought about bringing it up and asking our customers what they think, or our viewers. There's a chance we're going to change the ladder again. I know you love the ladder. I do. And it was a husband and wife that I was talking to. The husband's an engineer, so you know how though that's always a fun conversation. Engineers, yes, you serve your purpose. I'm the opposite of an engineer. However, when you can meet in the middle, uh, it's always a good thing. The wife made an interesting comment. She goes, Matt, yes, the people love it cutesy, especially the ones that have never had chickens before. And she's right. I do a lot to try to make sure they look good. 
And there's always that sweet spot of trying to make sure something looks good. And you got to make sure that it's functional, mm -hmm. in this case, for the chickens. Mm -hmm. And we also are trying to eliminate scrap. I hate scrap. You know, always just trying to find the best win-win for everything. And we're thinking about changing the ladder. And the husband made an interesting comment. And what's I'm happy to say is when I proposed the new potential ladder, it matched his comment. You ready for this? Yes. When you are determining the angle of the ramp, not ladder, ramp that they walk up, if they have to walk up four feet, you double it. You multiply it by two. That's the length of your mm. ramp. So let's say you had to go up four foot. The ramp should be eight foot. That's a pretty long ramp for a 12. So I did our math real quick. We're, they're not going up 48 inches. Uh, I did the math real quick. And actually, the proposed ladder is a little bit longer by a couple inches. So I just thought that was interesting. Okay. I thought that was what, – what, no, no, no. Not just okay from the chicken expert. What do you – What do you? I know, I know you have an opinion on this. Go ahead. <laughs> filter, 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 yeah, filter, wow, filter. Um, Holy cow. I don't see how a chicken is going to have trouble with that ladder unless it can't see like a silky or a Oh, my gosh. So we talked about that. I mean, unless someone took their wings off. Here's the, other, mean, here's the other thing he said, too. This, this is a textbook engineer, but he might be onto something. He said, Matt, think about it. As the chicken gets bigger and the wings get bigger, and if they're so used to flying up into the trees, they may be discouraged going up into the hen house because it doesn't look like a big tree, that the hole might be too small. He said, you might need to make your opening even bigger, even though the opening is based on our automatic chicken door. And I've had turkeys have no problem getting in either, but it was just interesting. I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I'm just mm -hmm. saying that's it. I, I love it. I love that you were really trying to dig deep and think about what else maybe we haven't talked about or thought about. And he goes, Matt, you always talk about it. Before coops were invented, what did they do? And I was like, hmm. Right. Well, they, but chickens pick things. Chickens are a lot smarter than people give them credit for. And they mm -hmm. understand. Once, like you said, once one figures something out, they all follow suit. And it's not as if they're like, oh, this isn't a tree. Because when you get a chicken, that's all they know is this coop. Mm -hmm. They don't right. know yeah. roosting up in trees. Yeah. No, that's a good so point. So we, I mean, we, I think we tend to overthink mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes mm -hmm. when it comes to what chickens are going to do. We, and and I, I, I just get a little frustrated if you have feedback from one customer and change the coop based on one customer's feedback. Couldn't agree more. I am not. I think a, it's an overreaction. I am not a fan of the squeaky wheel gets the right. grease. However, I always say if we can figure out how to accommodate even the most difficult silkies, chickens. <laughs> It'll work for all. Where I even thought about it, where we've designed some silky ladders, and supposedly it worked. It's ridiculous that we got to bring up the sides so they can feel it like they have a walking stick. Yeah, like a wheelchair. Right? You have to give them fake turf and not steps to walk up, maybe because of the extra toe. I don't know. <laughs> that should actually help with the grip. You would. You think. would think. So <laughs> the point is, and this is what I love about our business is we get to always improve it. No one is right. telling us we can't do something, and that better never happen. However, um, if we can accommodate even maybe the 2% the of chickens that appear to have difficulty, it's got to help them all, hmm. right? All right. So that was an interesting conversation. Yeah, bring that in. Bring that in. Um, hey, Matt. 
four exclamation points. Does that drive you crazy? No, that's all for emphasis. That's enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's well placed. <laughs> awesome, Cole. Good job. Uh, do you have problems in the winter with a metal roof sweating in the hen house? Would it be okay to insulate the roof with foam board? Okay, this is a great question. Now, sweating, that is a, a, a general term used a lot in construction when you have condensation. And you have condensation when hot and cold meets. All right? Um, if you have sweating going on inside, in this case, the hen house, I'm wondering if they're heating the inside of the hen house and that's what's causing it to be warmer and then it's wintertime so it's cold on the outside and that's causing the contrast of temperatures increasing the potential for sweating. Now, to answer the questions, no, we have never had problems with this. Yeah. I have definitely seen this happen um, in my first pole barn. Mm-hmm. It was just a metal shell and I was heating the inside. It was winter. Heated it up, went in for uh, breakfast or whatever, came out. And I'm like, why is it raining inside here? <laughs> it blew me away. It is just raining from the condensation. So you shouldn't have condensation inside the hen house unless you are heating it, which we are not a fans of heating it. If you are going to heat it, yeah, you're going to have condensation and then you're going to want to insulate it. But again, that's a whole nother conversation. Now, let's just say there is some sweating. That won't bother a thing. If anything, people will make the argument that a little bit of moisture does help, especially if you're incorporating the deep litter system. You just don't want it dripping on your birds. No, yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's, it's, I've seen it. And the hen it. house is always going to be warmer than the outside because you have all of those hens in there. Right. I mean, not a lot, but. Yeah, I've never seen it inside a hen house. I would say it should not be a problem. I can tell you if you stuck a heater in there without insulating creating a bigger barrier between hot and cold. Yeah, you are going to have sweating. I don't think it's going to cause problems, but I have seen that it is a possibility, and that's why insulation and a vapor barrier are so important. Great question. And that's why we also say consistency in temperatures because that just seems to be better. Yeah, and don't put that foam board anywhere near the chickens. They will peck at it. It's like styrofoam. Ben Rakin says, I think he's great with the bell. I might be biased. I think Ben's trying to get a bell ring. Okay. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. Um, so many great questions and comments. Oh. So again, if you're just joining us today, we are going to get to. Oh, Ben Coop. did get it. He he was our first bell. Oh, is he the one that? Yeah, um... <laughs> yeah. that's why Ben's biased. When you... he was our first gold bell recipient. Gotcha. So when you do the new promo, you got to put that in there. That was so funny. I love when I get a good laugh because I don't get many. But my God, that was so funny. Oh, speaking of Mike Trap. Yes. Let, let's go ahead and bring up a, a latest um, picture. And this what? brings up another idea. I would love to do something. I don't know where you put them. To I'm, encourage. I'm not going to lie. To encourage. I, this is pe- why I label everything. Well, I'm just going to turn things on. Oh, well. There you oh, go. well there um, you go. Why is it so? Oh, oh, oh. There we go. There. I got it the first try. I might need to go why, play the lot. Why are you covering Tristan? Move that's fine. Over. That's that's there awesome. He's got his hoodie. That's wonderful. With his Polish. That's yeah. Phyllis Diller, the Polish. Yeah, white-crested black Polish. <laughs> what a good bird. Yeah. He's actually in our promo, too, because he's watching TV with Phyllis mm-hmm. at the end there. So my trap shout-out. Thank you for the photo. And this just gives me an idea. I think it would be a lot of fun to just try to implement something where our customers can uh, share more of what they got going on with their yeah. coops, with their chickens, with the merch, whatever it is. Also, speaking of what a customer has going on, do we have time for one more little tidbit? Sure. You ready for this? 
Does it? Does Kristen know about this? I don't know. This is gonna blow your mind. I'm just moving you around. We gotta get the big place. screen for this one. Are you guys ready? All right. Wait. Wait. Okay. No, 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 no. Go back to that. That was oh. actually good. Oh, okay. All right. So you got for your viewing pleasure. Should I just go ahead and do it? I think this is it. Mm. Check this out. Oh, yeah. This is good. Whoa. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's a dead giveaway once it turns around. Yeah. <laughs> is it a bobcat? That's a bobcat. And this is a customer sent this to Ingrid this morning. Francine. France. It, it, was, it was a couple mornings ago. Oh, okay. Francine, she's got a bobcat wandering around her property. So knock on wood, knock on wood, nothing's ever happened to her chickens. But what I really wanted to show off is I love this first perimeter of protection. I mean, you talk about making sure nothing can get to your chicken coop. You see the electric. And she originally did the electric shock to prevent dogs, right? She did the fencing for the dogs okay. and the electric shock to keep out bears. She's in New Hampshire, to keep, I believe, and to keep out bears. And then she, this got caught on her ring camera, went right up on her porch, down her driveway, was just triggering the lights. And, um, you know, she just, she doesn't want her coop scratched up either. That was kind of what she said. <laughs> so she's glad that she, but I mean, even without that fencing, her chickens would be safe. Yes, one hundred percent, We have but. seen that. I we just well, and it wandered away. It didn't, it didn't hang around. Right, and we hear about it a just lot. Mosey on by. You got to make it tough for predators. They're going to uh -huh. keep on. They're opportunistic. Keep on keeping on. Yes. Um, people want to know if Dale, if Kristen worked out her HOA issues with Dale. There was a couple of questions. Well, about that. um, I did have an HOA problem. I may still have one, but I don't. I have not heard anything. Um, there, I suspect the reason is Dale ruffled the wrong feathers. Me, I, I like to go about things a little bit more tactically, a little bit more um, politically, but he he pissed off the wrong person and got slapped with a lawsuit. So Ooh. that might have quieted him down a bit. Was that the guy with the rooster? No, oh. it was actually just his, uh, just a businessman that had a rental in the oh, neighborhood. Oh, this was the potential suitor. Yes. Well played. Yes. Well played. Yes. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Okay. Good but question. No, but not. I mean, it, it is definitely very attractive for someone to swoop in and save the day, right? right. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, whoa, talk about a knight in shining armor right there. But no. Yeah, you never know who's who. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow. Uh, Deb's asking, got any input regarding getting chicks for the first time in this avian flu issue? It is a good time to get chicks, I think, because you're going to raise your chicks indoors anyhow or in under mm. shelter. So this is going to be irrelevant. And by the time they go outside, they say that this will be gone. They well, expect it to be seasonal. And it will be no longer an issue in May and June. So Lori uh, has a question about being super windy. I think we're going to touch on that today once we get going on a mm -hmm. couple minutes on the slideshow. We're, today we are going to be talking about site prep. Placement and prep. Placement and prep. Uh, I want to see if anyone has any guesses yet. Uh, let me just bring up that picture one more okay. time. Yeah, get, All right. Get rid of the comments. Let's bring it up one more time. Uh, let's go up here. Let's bring, I, the question is, if you didn't catch it earlier, Ingrid. I was just going to get rid of the comments so I could see what you're doing there. Oh, sorry. Um, 
We have a new hire. Oh, watch. I'm not going to be able to find it now. No, because you didn't label anything. Well, because I'm not. Oh, great picture. Uh, the, the question is, can you spot what is wrong with the installation of a Big. current heated water system? So there it is. The picture is in front of you. And oh, they left the drill on it. <laughs> okay. Well, I said no giving an answer, but no, that is not it. Um, I'll give a shirt to the first person with only one guess, not multiple guesses to see which one sticks. Um, people that know me best. And the efficacy, the efficacy of the system will work, but there is something wrong. And uh, I'm driving the guy out in the field nuts right now because I won't give him the answer because you don't learn that way. All right. We ready to get started with the show? No. What's the answer? Uh, we'll, we'll do it towards the end. I'll give people a chance to answer. I'll give Ingrid a chance to go through all the comments that are coming in right now. Oh, Again, there is something wrong with Does the answer. Does she have the answer? I do not. Well, how is she going to pick the answer? So... I want to know if, because I know my father's watching. Um, he starts his radiation this week, so uh, and he has a thirty-five percent chance survival. Uh, I, I have been wanting. God, I can't even do it. Uh, for people that know me well, um, or if you don't know, is I'm very, very close to my father, and we just found out he has lung cancer. But we got great news this week. I haven't shared it with you guys yet. So there is a 35% chance he'll survive. He starts his radiation this week. Every single day he has to have radiation, I think, and chemo once a week. Um, so um, any thoughts, prayers, good vibes, all that good stuff. Uh, if you guys could send that out to my father. You see him in the comments, Jerry Doobie Dubois. Great, great guy. Um, it's been in the back of my mind bothering the hell out of me. And um, I haven't shared it even, I think, with the team. Why? It's just been crazy for me lately. Right. I know prayers help. I yeah. know that from my own experience with cancer. Yeah. Um, I beat the odds. I know he can, too. If anyone can, he can. And yeah. I'll never forget a teacher long ago said, Matt, prayer never hurt anyone. Right. That always right. stuck with me. But whatever, you know, uh, just it's going to be tough this next year. Is I went ahead and sold a coop in Texas so you could go see him. I know. I heard about that. <laughs> I think it's the first homestead coop. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, so I'm curious, because I know my dad is watching. Just give me if you think you know what it is. Don't answer it. Um, no, he already answered it, and it's not it. Nope, it's not it. Okay, so moving on. Why don't we go ahead and do it? No, I'm going to wait to the end of the show. I want to give everyone okay. a chance. It's it's so simple. It's right in front of you. It has nothing. Can we zoom in? I can't uh, even get rid of this picture, so I don't know what you did. I don't know uh, what you did, Matt. Uh, nothing. All right, let's go. I want to move on with the show. Okay. And then we'll get back to the questions and comments. There we go. Look at this. Um, coop placement and site prep. So we have not seen these slides yet. No, they're fabulous. They're <laughs> fabulous. Ingrid, you are crushing it. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. All right. What to okay. consider when finding the right place for your new coop? I this... love this topic. Yes. I love it. I wish I could talk to every single customer about this. It, it, it definitely is um, one of your favorite things I've seen mm -hmm. you talk about. And it's such an important conversation to have because, one, you start with, okay, what coop should I get? And then where should I put it? And that is so important. Right. Um, explain to me real quick. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. But what are the, say, the top three things to consider 
unless we're getting right into it. We I can have, get right yeah, into but it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's so do talk it. about the top. You know, what is it that you got to consider about where to put it? Yeah, when uh, you. OK, so I'll, I'll start with one instance where I went to a site visit and a lot of people think, OK, the eggs are you. It's, it's a utility. It's going to be just a, a function. They want to put it somewhere where out of the way where they can just collect eggs you know but it's not it's going to be beautiful and you're going to have a connection with your chickens it's not just about eggs so i i moved it to like an outdoor room that she had she had the perfect property for this because she had enough property where she had outdoor rooms and a lot of times now we have um uh, oh no, I'm a man. <laughs> Thank you tissue. though. <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, so we have outdoor rooms now. We have a place for our grill. We might have some seating. We might have a playground. We might have uh, a fire pit. Um, and then we might have a place where we store things like old wood or a compost pile. And that's where she wanted to put it. And I was like, no, no, we need to have it in an outdoor room outside of your kitchen and she thanked me so many times after that visit that it was definitely the right choice we might get chickens for the eggs and we think okay they're just going to provide me something and i'm and that's all but no you start out for the eggs getting them for the eggs but then you end up loving these little creatures and you have a bond with them and you're curious and you want to watch them and it's your connection with nature. So having that visual connection between you and these little birds uh, is very important. I don't know who these people are on this slide, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's okay. So well, I, except for the one that's you. So that when, <laughs> I hope you know who that is. When we had this meeting last <laughs> no, week, I do uh, know who they. <laughs> you mentioned that term, and as something I love about our business is not only have we made it so much easier to keep chickens we've even helped add to or change the terminology we use and the way of thinking like everything you just mm -hmm. described the visual connection i love that term that's what one of the first things you want to think about is these coops are beautiful you're going to want to have that visual connection whether you're looking out your office window maybe mm -hmm. when you're doing dishes you hate doing dishes but you gotta have something that cheers you up you can see your chicken coop Having a visual connection, you do not want to hide your chicken coop. Not this one, at least. Well, that's true. <laughs> or you shouldn't have to. There's nothing wrong with having a beautiful chicken coop. And then? Coop. Oh, yes. Location, 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 coop orientation. <laughs> well, they all say location, location, location. I like that. That does rhyme. Coop orientation. Now, this yeah. is a pet peeve of mine. Yes. And we have seen so many times when we show up to a customer's house to do a site survey or we haven't been there, but we show up with their chicken coop and we ask them, where do you want it? And then the next question is orientation. Right. And it's funny how many times, if not, gosh, most of the time, they want it what we would think is backwards. Mm -hmm. So as you can see in these pictures, and this is great examples, why hide your chicken run? You're gonna you're gonna want to see your chickens during the daytime. You're gonna want to see them come down in the morning. You know you're gonna want to see them going back and forth, going up the ramp when they go to lay their eggs. Don't hide it by turning it backwards, where you're looking at the back of the hen house. Right. Even though that is quite lovely, you do a great mm -hmm. job with that. I always tell customers you want to be able to see the ladder. Right. And that's the easiest way to describe it. You want to see the chickens. You want to have a visual connection with 
the coop and you want to be able to see at a glance are they out of the hen house are they in bed it's dark are they in bed did the door shut did i remember to shut the door you know these types mm. of things so absolutely we want to be able to see the ladder yeah i think it's a testimony to your craftsmanship of your coops mm -hmm. because the back of the coop where the where's the most woodwork the doors mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the egg hutch is so attractive that people say well i want to look at that because that's the structure but that's those are the people that don't have chickens yet right that want that and right. it just goes to show you that just the huge advantage I mean, there's so many advantages calling us talking to us mm -hmm. watching the show and of course obviously buying a chicken coop we come with not just a great chicken coop but so much great information mm -hmm. and I, I i'll never forget one time i think it was in, it was actually here locally where the gentleman we actually did a video and he goes matt you answered questions i didn't even know i had <laughs> You know, I yeah. thought that was great. And then his son ran into the egg hutch 100 yeah. miles okay. an hour. <laughs> yeah. That, that got, ooh, God, these are great pictures. These are great coops. Look at that. I love the black in the wood. Yeah. Yeah. Shade great. or sun? Now, I have two examples of each of these. Yes, I the see slides. that. Another. No, but I mean, I have slides, subsequent slides that show okay. examples of each of the pros and cons. So, yeah. Just like everything, there's pros and cons. And we get asked all the time, can it be out in full sun? Yes. That is the beauty of our design is they can go anywhere. You don't have Because they come with shade. They come with shade. They come with the canopy of the forest, which is, in this case, the metal roof over your entire run. Lots of people ask about the black roof. Is that going to be too hot? No, no. You cannot tell the difference when you're inside the hen house or inside the run, whether you have black roof or white roof. Now, if you measured the temperature on the surface from the outside, you probably would get a higher reading. I want to say my father and I actually did this one day. I had black panels out in the full sun, and I don't think it was actually as much of a difference as I thought it was going to mm -hmm. be. But the whole idea is because you have a metal roof, not only are you providing shade, but it's reflecting the heat back up into right. the atmosphere. And it's got a ridge cap. And it allows it to vent. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We're not building up heat inside the henhouse. The henhouse is allowed to breathe. Now, we do tell people if you have the ability – and it makes good sense as, as you weigh your pros and cons to put your hen house in a wooded area. We always say do it. Yeah. But there are disadvantages. Okay, so let's go. Ooh, I feel like we've got something cooking. Oh, okay. I see what you're yes. doing here. I like what you're doing here. So mitigation efforts. Um, considerations for full sun, shade cloth or vegetation. If you do have full sun and you're in a climate where it gets warm in the summer, there are definitely ways to mitigate that heat. And I use both <laughs> shade cloth and vegetation, as you can see in the three coop pictures of mine. Mm -hmm. I was just amazed going at going to Ingrid's house, how well her hops provided <laughs> that shade. I mean, it was just, I probably told her three times, like, this is so beautiful. And the chickens actually made little tunnels or rooms yeah. in it, right? Yeah. So the corner picture here. Um, upper right. Upper right. You can see the vegetation. That's the side where my coop is. Mm -hmm. And that hops get so big, and it's a fast grower. And there's a retaining wall, so when the chickens are out, they go, they made a tunnel, and they just hang out underneath the hops and inside the coop underneath the hops. That reminds me, you know, as we're coming up with more ideas for future shows, I would love to do another show with Bethany, um, and the three of you mm -hmm. would probably have a field day talking about, I don't know the right term, but I know she's a horticulturalist, and I had to practice yeah, saying I, that a million times with that video. But I loved when she would talk about companion planting, right. and I know you guys do the same thing. Well, mm -hmm. it's gardening with chickens. Yeah. Really. I mean, it, can you have a garden with chickens? How do you have a garden with chickens? 
And I love the idea of bullseye gardening. So again, I don't know if she invented mm. that or not. I just heard her talk. Oh, she didn't? Uh, okay, I don't know. Well, she makes it sound really cool. And I know you guys can as well. So I don't want to get in trouble. My whole goal is to get through this show without pissing anybody off. Mm. Um, Good but luck th- with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that'd be a great show because also coming up, people are, we're getting into the planting season. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure people oh, are We're already there. Yeah. Well, not up north. Oh. God, it just got a foot of snow in Syracuse. You see, <sighs> you, don't, you guys don't understand how good we have it down here. Um, but just even, you know, we're talking about, okay, if you are in full sun, but there are things you can do to provide shade. It's not going to hurt, and there's so many benefits to it. Sometimes that setting sun coming from the west is really intense, mm-hmm. and that might be a good opportunity to put some plants or vines, protect the roots when you plant them in that area to give them some sort of shade okay. in the summer. So and this. here we have considerations for shade, falling trees or branches. I mean, so the, great job, Ingrid. Um, yeah. I am so proud of that picture. <laughs> the one to well, the right. The, the we one... have a we have a tree that fell on the chicken coop. You see, the chicken's still in there. Yes, it broke. It didn't even break it all the way. It was I mean, actually in the nest box, I think. Um, when that we happened. had a huge tree branch fall. Now I'm telling you, if you've never cut that up tree tr- branch, is the size of a tree. <laughs> exactly um do we have any pictures of the inside he sent us pictures of the inside. i know i didn't i didn't include that wow it just goes to prove to me again not only how strong our coops are it um the dug fur is just an amazing wood and it it did crack a board which it's going to mm-hmm. i can't believe it didn't crack more boards but uh it's it protected the chickens and but this either way is a disadvantage of putting your coops in a wooded area you're going to possibly have trees that fall on it. You also have, if you're catching rainwater, which we are huge fans of, you're going to be fighting the organic material in the gutter and then eventually down in your rain barrel. But luckily, the, the metal roof does shed the debris pretty easily. Oh, it does. Much it better does. than an asphalt roof. I would say the biggest disadvantage people think about or that they think of about putting a coop in a wooded area is the sap that's falling from the tree mm-hmm. and discoloring it, making that look as pretty. The coop in the middle was in Texas after the hurricane. Hurricane Harvey, I believe, that uprooted that tree. Mm-hmm. Didn't touch the coop, but, I mean, that's still a consideration. Yeah, I remember that coop well. That was South Quero, Texas. That's uh, a couple weeks ago we showed Nan, a picture of Nan wearing Jetta in a mm-hmm. sling while she mm-hmm. helped me put that coop together. Whew. Topography. Oh, my gosh. Level ground. Wow. This is probably – this leads into <laughs> our – um, site prep conversation, but we've always said you need to have these coops level um, to put them together, and that's important because of the roofing system. They have notches where the purlin falls in, and if there's a twist or tweak or what, what do yeah, you call try, it? Yeah, try, you know, you know, I just thought of a great analogy. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a level pad all on the same plane, it, it would be like trying to put together a puzzle, a jigsaw puzzle mm-hmm. that's meant to be flat on a table. Try putting that puzzle together on a beach ball. Yeah. If the ground's not flat, that's what you're trying to do. Our coops are designed to go together like a 3D puzzle, but it has to be dead flat. Or you're going to be picking walls up to get a notch to drop down in, and you're going to be like, what in the world? But you got to have it dead flat. And here's great examples of some work that people have had to do mm-hmm. in order to make it so that you got a perfect flat pad for the coops to go on. And there's a lot of things to think about. You know, the one that, you know, gosh, that one right in the middle, I remember this one out in Malibu, 
Oh, we've got 100 visitors. Yay, thank you. And actually, if you're just joining us, welcome to Video Chicken Live. It is April 22nd. We are live from our shop down in North Carolina. Today, we are focusing on site prep, things to think about when it comes to where to put your chicken coop. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them in the comments. And actually, since there is now 102 people, real quick, we do have a little quiz for today. If anyone can make a guess or answer what is wrong with the installation of our heated water system that's going in right now out in uh, Abilene, Texas. We have a new uh, employee out there installing it. He's doing a fabulous job. This is his first time installing a heated water system. He sent me a picture. There's one thing wrong with this, and there's two clues. You'll know if you know me well. Two, there's nothing wrong with the system. It will work, but there is something wrong. I think somebody might have guessed it now. Yeah? All right, well, we'll get back I'm to that. Sure. We'll get back to that. Uh, I do want to give the first person in the comments section, so no arguing, can't argue with the comments, uh, and that it's their first guess. Moving on. Okay. So topography. Okay, so here's the thing to think about. Look at this middle picture in, in um, Malibu. You wouldn't believe, you know, back here we would call zero, and then you had they had to build this barrier, and you'd – be shocked that's almost probably four foot up but look at their run door wow you got to think about that you don't want to stop your base right here if you're going to be off that much because then you're going to have to build steps or you're going to try to jump up four foot not fun but it is very important that these structures are on a flat level surface and the first thing we do when we show up on size we break out that transit and mm -hmm. go around, make sure it's yeah. level. Even if it looks level, it's not. We've had customers go, there's no way, there's no way. I'm like, yeah, no, it's the laser's not going to lie. <laughs> uh, it's deceiving. Oh, this is one of your favorites. It's turned into one of my favorites. The, this is just what makes having uh -huh. chicken so cool when you think about this. The underutilized area. And this could be maybe a side yard or part, it could be the corner of your yard where you've got some trees and you're not using it, like I said, for maybe that outdoor room or that garden, but some area of your property that you're currently not using or you don't have plans for, but it's still convenient for you to see the coop and to visit the coop. Yeah, you're already paying a mortgage. Mm -hmm. You're gonna pay it every month. You're already paying for a certain part of your land that you probably would never use for anything else. Right. Put it, And it always seems like that's the best spot for a chicken right. coop. Mm -hmm. it's, it's incredible. I use every square inch of my land, <laughs> just so you know. And you use it well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And then hide it or show it off? Question mark, question mark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hide it, question mark, or show it off? We love mark. it when you show them off. Absolutely. Obviously, but if you have a Dale or an HOA issue <laughs> or a nosy neighbor, you might need to disguise tuck it, away. it, tuck it away. I know my first chicken coop, I tucked away behind some droopy trees, weeping trees, and it was just perfect. And it was a, um, it was natural wood color, so it didn't, it blended in very nicely to the background. And I, I do prefer the natural stains for that reason. I like for my chicken coop to blend in with its surroundings and for the chickens to be the showcase. But um, there's nothing wrong with painting them. I, I, li I like the ones painted as well, but that's just Right. I want my people to – I like when people can show it off. It drives yeah. me nuts that uh, – you know, we just had a, a sheriff from Wake County come in, and he lives in HOA. He's trying to get out of there, but we have to design him a coop that's very low profile. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, God, I couldn't even imagine. Couldn't imagine. And this is Fish and Matt Ryan's coop, him and his wife and his dogs. That's a great family picture. I know. 
and the other one is mine, which you can see from the sidewalk. Right. And now, so speaking <laughs> of Fisher Matt Ryan, yes, um, we are going to be sending him a shirt. Yes. He has requested for months. Um, he wants. I only have one shirt, the YouTube Chicken Police. I only had one made as a prototype. We are going to have another one made just for him. Okay. I uh, think we have shirts being brought down with the road crew, the uh, the black ones, the ones that are left in the New York office. Okay. Okay. I'm not real. I don't like the black ones. They screwed up the color on the back. Um, but either way, they're still cool shirts. Uh, mm -hmm. We have the new ones from the HGTV show being made as we speak. So those are going to be available too soon. Good. Yes. Okay. And this is something Kristen had talked about. Establish a new outdoor space around the coop. Now, when we do a chicken install, I always told them, go ahead and prepare to have seating around your coop because it, it's inevitable. You end up dragging a folding chair out there just mm -hmm. because you want to sit mm -hmm. and relax mm -hmm. and watch. Uh, so go ahead and plan for it. Go ahead and order that park bench because <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, and this this is a people think, oh, we can't sit around our chicken coop because it's going to smell or we can't have it near our house. These chicken coops don't smell. You see in the first picture, the upper left, that you actually have cozy cozy sofas and outdoor seating right next to the chicken coop. Um, and they have a dining table back there, too, yeah. next to the chicken oh, coop. Oh, I haven't said that in a while. I used to tell people you could eat your lunch in one of our hen houses. Yeah. I haven't I said mean, that in a while. I mean, it is. It, that's just a testament yeah. to how well the deep litter works. That and, and how, yeah, yeah, that's a great, great point. How beautiful the coops are, mm -hmm. entertaining, and this is where it all starts. You know, I, I bet you if you ask most people, how did you ever learn about the possibility of having chickens in your backyard? It's going to a friend's house, mm -hmm. seeing something like this, going, "Oh my gosh, I had no idea." Right. And what a way just to make it beautiful. And I remember a customer years ago saying, "You know, th Matt, this is functional art." And I never thought of it like that, but it is. It is absolutely beautiful. And I don't know if we ever got a good picture of the whole, you know, we, we were showing this earlier. Again, I got a little gift from Ingrid of the coop we did for Fixer to Fabulous on HGTV. It was amazing, too, the garden, the landscaping they did there. Um, I hope next time we're back out in Arkansas, we get the uh, behind-the-scenes tour of that. But just yeah. a great, another great example. There's so many options to make it homey, mm -hmm. be able to use your outside. Another reason to be able to use your outdoors. Yeah, and they really these these are examples of people that really are planned entertainment around their coop, which is great. Climate concerns, prevailing winds in the north, setting sun in the south. I touched on this earlier with the setting sun coming from the west can be so intense in the south. And in the north, I hear there's winds or something yes okay so this <laughs> right Matt. um oh man great great point so here's the thing to think about so and we do have microclimates as well you know I, I was just thinking in my mind how this ties in with location but when it comes to location where you are around the country i'm assuming that's what we're trying to say yeah, here it's both. well yeah okay that we have i mean we're constantly trying to solve every problem that could potentially have with chickens and we've talked about coops in the winter okay so let's talk about those two pictures first to the left you got to have consistent temperature between the hen house and run and the easiest way to do that without having to run a cord out there and try to heat your hen house is the storm shields and that's just a great picture you know you see the dog on the outside and you see the snow built up against the storm shield but the chickens are out of the wind chill that's what kills us when you think about it it's not 
necessarily the cold temperatures, that wind chill. So being able to block that, you're good to go. All right. Yeah. And another option that I've talked to a couple of customers about is you don't have to get the full set. Mm, that's a good point. Um, I think they always end up yeah. calling back. I mean, back. it's it, – it, I, I talked to a customer that said that the, the coop would be in a in their, you know, their summer house, and they have a caretaker, and they weren't confident that that caretaker would take them off timely in the spring. Oh, dear Lord. And then we don't want the greenhouse effect. Yeah. So I said a good thing to do is to put – and it was a big run, so just – Get get a set for half of it. Oh, is this the one going to Idaho? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see that one. Um, uh, but that way you have, yes, you could have some wind and, and snow in the end of it, but or wherever the storm shields aren't. But at least it gives them an opportunity if they're late coming off in the spring to, to have some fresh air there. Yeah, that's or, a- yeah. I mean, there's some flexibility there. That is a great idea. I love that we can offer. I mean, I love flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so or, the customers, or if there's winds only coming on one side of the chicken coop, like if your winds always come from one side, maybe you just put some on that, mm-hmm. or you don't put the front of the coop facing the winds. Isn't that correct? Right. Or you can change the direction of your chicken coop. Um, there's lot, a lot of considerations. A lot of things to think about. When we're talking about picking your location. Now, here's the other thing. These are great examples. Okay, down south, and we were just talking about the importance of having shade mm-hmm. and having the metal roof that does a great job reflecting the heat, especially in the hen house. But now we're looking, look at the run. Look at that. Yeah. You're in Texas, you're in Florida, you're in these hot climates, and the hottest part of the day is when the sun is at its, well, almost to the highest pi- right. part. I know for my earth science people, it continues to warm afternoon. I mm-hmm. get it. But the point is, look at the shade that rolls in protecting your chickens if they especially if they cannot free range so captain burks asked any suggestions or tips for coop in northwest wisconsin since we're talking about cold mm-hmm. you, uh, I, I, buy I, one of our coops if i can <laughs> yes uh, not intervene here for our customers who are in the far north i think a full set of run covers is important only because the when the wind comes whipping through and you can make uh, like snow tunnels, if you will, and you'll have more of a snow bank on the inside sometimes if the hint, if the wind hits it just right. So there is chances. It's up north. It gets crazy. The snow drifts. So there's snow that piles up and then you get the snow drifts from the wind. And I would, yeah, I mean, it's, it's there's so many things to consider. And if you are way up north, like northern Wisconsin, you know, we did a, a beautiful coup. I was up in Denmark, Wisconsin. That's where the bear tried to get in. Um, consistency and temperature between the hen house and run. You do not need to heat your hen house. You do not need to insulate your hen house. That's the worst thing to do. But your chickens are not going to want to go outside the run in the wintertime when it's covered in snow. But give them the ability to still be chickens. Put the storm shields on, and they will be extremely happy, just like what you see in the picture off to your left. Other considerations. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so these were just a few things that sure. I didn't feel like putting a bunch of slides, but that people should think about. Setback rules. Yeah, you got to think about it. Mm-hmm. There's certain cities... Counties, God, we're dealing with this out in uh, Joshua Tree, California, right now. I was dealing with it in Wake County. Yeah, we had to deal with <laughs> we have to deal with the fire resistant rating, seismic, mm-hmm. shaking. I mean, it's nuts what we have to deal right now. 
with uh, out in California. But so, yeah, yep. Look up your county rules and town rules. Make sure that your setback compl it complies with setbacks. Um, you may or may not want to comply with HOA or covenant rules. <laughs> I was just going to say, so we'll, we'll help you get around it somehow, some way. Yeah, I'm just mentioning that people might not want to, they might want to check. You don't have to have a power source, but if you have one or plan on running one, it is nice, especially if you're going to incorporate the heated water system. There's nothing worse than frozen water in the wintertime. Yeah, that's typically the only reason why we would need to have power, and you could use an extension cord, an exterior extension cord for whatever method you're using to heat your water or you can just slop it out every day you, exactly now quick disclaimer quick disclaimer actually you know yeah what? you're not supposed to use extension cords i know but i do it all the time we all do it but a disclaimer it actually might even say on here that you're not supposed to use an extension cord but i've done it we've gotten away with it you know what though we did switch did the memo go out did everyone get the memo no switching to the 1500 watt heater Anyone? Anyone? Okay. Same I, yeah, price. Yeah, Same I, price I as that. a thousand watt. Um, I love this company, Farm Innovators. Uh, they're going to give us the 1500 watts for the same price, so there's no upcharge to the customer. Uh, what was the point of that? Well, you're potentially drawing source. more amperage because the wattage is up, so mm. that might be pushing it with an extension cord. Plus, but, mm. some people are like, you don't have enough extension cords. It might be like a quarter mile from there. Yeah, house. and the, right. more, the longer your run is, the more voltage drop you're going to have because the, the resistance right. increases. So that might be a consideration yeah. um, to get, keep it close to water or power and also consider drainage. We don't want a chicken coop sitting in an area that is constantly wet and soggy. Yeah, I want to make a point to that because uh, this comes up a lot when we talk about site prep. A lot of customers I notice are quick to break out their skidster, their bucket because they got the heavy equipment. They want to go play with it and dig out a flat spot. No, build it up. If you dig it out, guaranteed you're going to be creating a muddy mess. Uh, build it up because when the water comes, you just want it to go. It's that simple. And No, go ahead. And storage for feed nearby. See, people don't think about that. Sometimes they want to put their coop way away. And mm. are you near a hose when you want to – you don't want to haul water all the way to it or you don't want to haul 80-pound bags of feed all the way. Yeah. I mean, think of, just think about that. Yeah, that's, that's why we all. love the Craftsman Coop. Mm-hmm. You have all that storage inside if that's going to be something that's going to be a concern. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good points. Good considerations. Now here's coup prep. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, we got more? We got more. Yeah, now it's oh. just a few you're, more. You're on now. Three, oh, more, three more slides. No, you're you're going to take it away now. Slides. Take it away. It's already 1 o'clock, guys. Take so, it away. No, uh, <laughs> oh, ground contact. All right, well, let's do it. Let's go. So our coops are made to, to sit on the ground. Yes, everything on, on the bottom of all our coops is pressure-treated lumber. That is very, very important. So here are examples and or. Right. Now, I have learned over the years that when you are prepping the ground, there's pros and cons to everything. And if you do have to build up for a base, the most cost effective way is using pressure treated lumber. I'm going to stand by what I'm about to say based on the experts at the factories that use the treatments to go into the lumber, they say it is safe. Um, there's many reasons why they claim it is safe. I would recommend using pressure-treated lumber. It will not harm your chickens. Uh, but I know that is a concern. There are other alternatives, like well, doing concrete or there's glass-injected treated lumber. Anyways, um, 
building it up not only gives you a nice flat surface now for the coop to sit on, but we've also learned it creates another area to deep litter mm -hmm. or to compost inside the run. And let's say also you're on a area that's real sandy or maybe it's, it's, it's nothing but clay. It's a good idea then, especially if you can't free range, to build a base up so that you can bring in your favorite recipe of, you know, we did a whole video on this and I think we kind of got mm -hmm. some. And wait, what's available? Yeah, I mean, it's bringing in the mulch and just, again, mimicking the forest floor. Organic material. Yeah. I am not a fan of pavers or blocks. A lot of people do it. And here's some great examples of how to, well, of course, yeah, I think we did that there out in Gig Harbor. You can see the orcas out in the ocean. Anyways, <laughs> um, so when we do a turnkey install, people ask all the time if we, if it, if we have to do a base, go over the pros and cons. Now, I can tell you that when a customer asks for pavers, which like the picture to your left is going to act like a footer. This is a great DIY. Yeah. Like if I. It, 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 it is and it isn't. I think it causes more work. If you're if you're assembling your coop and you, all of a sudden you realize, well, wait a minute, it's not level. Have some pavers available to shim up a cor corner. In, in that aspect, yes. And I, then you can backfill it later. I would I would agree with that, and that's, that's what they had to do out in Gig Harbor. That's typically what I recommend if you're doing if you're doing it yourself and you didn't do a base, have some pavers available and so, some shims. Right. So now here's a situation like if we look at this this fancy colored coop here, I've never seen that before. That is that is beautiful. No, -uh, not that I can think of. Um, you can see all the patio blocks along the bottom, and this is done well. What makes it so difficult is you got to level each one. And I'm telling you, if you, you if you don't get it right all the way down, you think you're getting it right with a, using a torpedo level or whatever, you'd be amazed how far off you'll be from here to there. Uh, you probably can't see my cursor. But anyways, I just find using patio blocks or pavers is the most difficult way. And it's going to also probably take you the longest. Now, I remember we had a realtor on in a show months ago, and we we're talking about how chicken coops and is affecting how it's affected in real estate. And he's a customer of ours, mm -hmm. and he made a good point, and he used pavers that he was able to bring in the pavers a little bit so that the chickens don't excavate underneath yes. the coop because they love to dig along that wall. And that is an advantage of having pavers so that they don't excavate that dirt from underneath, causing the coop to eventually settle. A base would also do that. A base would definitely do that. Um, but I just, I think with pavers, you're just, it's way more work. So concrete, 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 concrete. I would disagree. I think the pavers would be the easiest thing. If I were going to do it. Have you it, ever done them? Mm -hmm. I have. If you've done pavers, you would. I, I don't mean a full set. I mean, just uh, shimmying up. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, let's go back to that. So, and that's, that's the thing. If you are going to do pavers and you don't want to do it with an entire perimeter. Okay. Yes. That would probably be the quickest. That easiest. is the easiest DIY right there. Is, you gotta is go shimming up the the load points mm -hmm. with pavers, exactly. and then you backfill okay. over it. If you're gonna be okay with that, then yes, I would agree. But and I think the next level would be the pressure treated base. Like I think I can do a pressure treated base, but I know I can do that. I know I can do the pavers to to even it out to level it up. And there's no way in hell I'd be able to do this concrete base. I think you'd be surprised. It's just expensive, and you got one chance. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of room for error. So, that. 
do you or do you not do a concrete base? And this is another question we get all the time. And we have a lot of customers that do concrete bases. We got a school right now in Memphis, Tennessee. We had a FaceTime meeting with him yesterday. The amount of concrete they're doing is crazy, but it makes sense. They're they left the middle open, didn't they? Oh, oh absolutely. Okay, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. It's textbook perfect. Um, they left the middle open, but what? They, because it's at a school, it's a five-foot sidewalk going all the way around. <laughs> but you talk about a hell of a predator apron. Mm. Yeah, uh, but the inside is completely open uh, for their chickens okay. and ducks. So the advantage to concrete, especially if you're in one, if you're in a high windy area, and we you tether the coop down or you have us tether it down, it's just that much more weight to help hold it down. Mm. That's one of the nice advantages to it. Also, when you're in a sandy area and the the ground composition is going to be a little bit looser than normal. It's just a good way because it, it's, it's a monolithic piece that's going to act like a giant snowshoe where you potentially will have some settling and it should settle together, not causing, you know, it displaces the overall weight from the entire structure instead of maybe just a hen house sinking more than it should. So there are some advantages to have the concrete. Also, yeah, and then people do talk about termites, mm -hmm. prevention of termites. And that's the other thing I forgot to mention about the pressure treated base, um, not just you're able to build it up and have an area for deep litter. A lot of people look at that as the sacrificial board. Right. Now, concrete is expensive. Yep. Super, super expensive. Lumber is expensive now, too. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you are not. <laughs> That's the end of the slideshow. It is. Ingrid, wow. How did you do that so quickly? No, oh, it wasn't easy. <laughs> All right. So it is 105. Yeah, you have to get to this. 109. One the answer 109 and I don't even know how to go if through you're just joining comments. us welcome to video chicken it is april 22nd we are live at our shop down in creedmoor north carolina uh today we talked about site prep location all the things to think about after you figure out which coop you're going to build or get and um, i did have a question for everyone and i do want the person that got it right the first person with one guess mm. i saw the answer oh you did someone nailed it someone uh, they even articulated it mm. perfect all right now. I think I might have seen that. Oh, oh, should we play a game? Can you guys spot the right answer? Someone <laughs> bring the comments in. Someone did. Okay, so let's bring the comments in. Is uh, are we in comments? No. I mean, we do love to show off this coop. This has been a hot topic lately. Reclaim Barnwood. Um, someone asked you the other day, how can we do rec oh, there's another beautiful reclaim barnwood right there. Oh, a coop that never existed. It didn't happen. Um Sorry, Inger. I know. I told you I'd let you do the show. I can't help it. Um, if you are going to build a coop or buy a coop from us and you want that rustic look, but you don't want to pay for a reclaimed barn wood, you're going to be disappointed. It is going to be so difficult to get that beautiful look of reclaimed barn wood faking it. So, By the way, Cole, happy birthday. Say happy birthday to Cole. It's his birthday today. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Cole. Cole. There you go. All right. So let's bring, well, let's bring the picture up real quick. Mm. All right. So the question is. It's, yeah. Let's make sure. Okay. What is wrong with the installation of this heated water system that one of our new guys did out in Abilene, Texas? And the clues are. Now I think I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you know, know Matt, this, well, it's going to drive me nuts. And there's nothing wrong. It will work. It absolutely will work. And I will give whoever got it right first with only answering once. That way you can't just keep guessing. All right. 
Um, and then again, you know, we're going to wrap up the show in about 20 minutes, 25 minutes. So if you have any other questions or comments, we can do our rapid fire, get through it, and uh, hopefully get to all your questions and comments. I can't thank you guys enough for coming to the show. I hope you enjoy. If you have any suggestions for future shows, please let us know. Next week's show. Is that, are we getting to some of our oh, schedules? Oh, yes. Next week's show should be Dave and Jenny Mars. I'm, I'm going to, to um, confirm with them just to make sure. We're going to have Dave and Jenny Mars on from the world-famous show Fixer to Fabulous on HGTV back in October, I think it was, in Rogers, Arkansas. We did a coup for them. Mm -hmm. And... Here it is right here. Ingrid, I can't think. Oh, they can't see it right now. So we, we is, get um, is it Dave Mars? Wait, who's who's the male character? Dave. I, Dave, I, is he really a chicken guy? She's not even letting me override. Oh, by the way, my I'm, new nickname's Captain Override. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> well, let's get, we get the let's get the picture off. Let's get this picture okay, off. Well, I'm trying to find out what the what, what I'm trying to find the comment, which I think is the right comment. Yeah. I tell you what, if you think you got the right comment, I did see one. I saw, I think I I think I know what it is. Okay, I tell you what. So keep going. Yeah. And I don't want to upset people because every time we try to do a little competition, someone's pissed off. I had it first. No, I had the answer. That's what I'm afraid it's of. It's just a shirt, guys. I'm just trying. I love giving. I love everyone that's here. Um, I'm, we're gonna continue to do more and more. Um, is that it? This guy. That's what I think it is. Is he the first one? I think so. That's the only one I saw. Jer uh, now, we're going to go ahead and say that. Ingrid's going to say this is the first one. Yep, and that it's his first answer. Hmm. Okay? Yep. If I am wrong, if Ingrid's, oh, if Ingrid's wrong, yell at her, not me. Yeah, guys. yell at me. Cause Jared Pollard, mm -hmm. I'm guessing the new guy installed the water pipe. See, now Ingrid's got the thing in my way. I'm sorry. I'm just, I want to make sure he, this was the. I'm guessing the new guy installed the water pipe upside down and Matt wants the pipe to be installed with the print on the pipe facing down so you don't see the writing on the pipe. <laughs> Love it. Yay. Jared, email us, Ingrid at carolinacoops.com. Tell us your size. You won yourself a free shirt. Yeah, so let's go back to that picture real quick. Let's show what he's talking about, what I'm talking and about. And I thought it was the the lines were looped. Yeah. Is that? I don't know. No, once the air is out, that's not a problem okay. at all. all right. um, it is so minor of a detail, but we purposely drill those holes so that the print on the pipe, when installed, is hidden. Okay. It's upside down. That's all. Nothing oh, major. So, so it would, okay, I see. Yeah, nothing major. Is that in your instructions? Oh, they know. For a DIY, though. Um, we should I bet that. you it is. I guarantee you it is in the video. We need to do an updated video. Um, do you want to show off the shirt that they won? <laughs> my uh, my daughter just got out of homeschool, and here we go, Jetta Do. Let's show off real quick the shirts. Here, come in, come in the middle. Come in the middle. I love these raglan shirts. Hers is a little dirty. Yes, she's got pants on. Um, shorts. Shorts, sorry. Uh, the Carolina Coops. And turn around. Turn around. Show them the back. Um, there is a reason. It's number eight. Jetta, what is the reason for number eight? Mm -hmm. Come on. That is our anniversary. This is our 10-year anniversary shirt. Came out about four years late. We started the company in 2008. 
or technically 2010. Legally on the books, 2010. Okay. Fine, if you want to get technical. My first coupe I built was 2008. Okay. So 2008. Love the number zero and eight. Even though nine is my favorite number, love the number zero and eight. All right, princess. Thanks uh, everybody for trying to guess though. Yes, we do uh, appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. the the. Thank you. And you all had valid concerns about yeah. the tilt and the and and the looping. So mm -hmm. right, let me do it. Let me. Do all right. It. Uh, well, you just I want to get to here and all right. So we're gonna rapid fire through some questions and comments. All right, go ahead and go. I haven't had a ch lot of time to look at the questions and comments. So you think we got this? Yes. All right. How far out is your production for coops? September. How long to get a return call from a request for a quote? <laughs> I will call you right after the show. <laughs> Do you have any pictures or a video of securing the base to a coop on a concrete footer? You, I know you discussed that in many yeah. videos. Do you use um, a sill plate? We do. Yeah. Okay. So, Kay Cooper, if you look at the Santa Fe. I would say that's a great example. The first Santa Fe. Oh, the first Santa Fe? Yeah, that Which one. Is a modern coupe. The last Santa Fe coupe. Because yeah. we really got into also the hold down and the strength of using the 3G right. epoxy that we couldn't break. I was I couldn't believe it. And again, I'd love to kind of pick on engineers. He was dead on. Yeah. You could not break that stuff or not. We couldn't break it with the impact. Nothing. It was incredible. So that's um um that's a good both those videos will we'll show, but you use a sill plate to to secure. Yes, it's so much easier to put the sill plate. I mean, you can see it in this picture right behind you. Here, check this out. And that's a piece of wood. Yeah, so here is just, you got your concrete footer. Mm -hmm. Then we got a pressure-treated sill plate. I know it looks red. Out in the West Coast, it's red. It's it's perforated. It's ugly. It's still pressure-treated. We tap-con that down into the concrete footer, and then we can screw down all the walls, and then we sandwich it. Well, actually, this one was mortise and tenon, so we actually had to bolt that one down anyways. So Ben asked, do you allow customers to pick up coops to save on shipping? Yes. What would we get? We have a new term for it. Pick up perks. Pick up perks. <laughs> wow. Meetings might be good every Wednesday now. You guys going to love it? You're going to be like, gah. Pick up perks. Yes. You will save money if you want to come pick up your own coop. Yes. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves so I find some new questions. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, hold on. Ru so Rudy, I saw this comment a little while ago. And this is, this is, I've seen this. And actually... You know what? Well, my pole, my pole barn. Well, I gotta think a little bit. I'm learning to think before I speak, mm. or I piss people off. Too late. So there's a lot of metal roofing out there that you can purchase that they have this like padding that I gotta imagine is is to insulate it a little bit to stop condensation. Mm. And I, it just occurred to me. I am almost 99% sure my pole barn in New York, before we finished it, has that padded insulation on it because I've never seen it, and it was still raining hmm. but that can't be possible no it's it's at my shop in new york R wrong building wrong building um so yeah if you got that i don't see anything wrong with it. i definitely see a benefit it's got to cost more uh i see nothing wrong with using that padded insulation so we got hey from denmark you've inspired me to get chicken so now i've made my husband watch chicken coop videos thank you tusen tak that's I'm thank you. That's you thank you in Norwegian. Which of course is close it is. To, which is close to Danish. So I'm sure they know. She knows what I'm talking about. Um, it was Francine with the bobcat. Um, Does anyone water glass their eggs? You mean checking if they're old or new? No. It's a method of preserving your eggs. Oh, yeah. And uh, I picked up eggs from uh, Mark, the bantam breeder, and he and his wife were water glassing eggs that weekend. Is so, it? Is it? Is it? Preserving fertile eggs or no, just 
Just eggs, eggs. For, for eating. Mm-hmm. So we should talk okay. about that on a future show because mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about and you have me intrigued. <laughs> um, so somebody said that their chickens are digging a lot and their chicken run. Yes, they do that. <laughs> they dig Perfectly it. normal. So I had a woman that came to my garden for picking up plants or something and she said she was from Vermont and she said in Vermont they call potholes chicken holes. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I that's, love that. Because that's what chickens do. That's interesting, yeah. Yep. Um, well, hold on. What was that? What was that? All right. Well, when, when someone says Matt, I'm still waiting on the video showing the right way to staple my hardware cloth on the walls of my run. Yes, I know, Ingrid. Um, I thought somebody else was going to do that. We're we're working on it. Are we going to do a a video for assembly? We, we are at least tips and tricks. Here's the plan. Um, we are aggressively strategizing our we can at least summer coming up of videos that are going to be very educational. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're going to do a TikTok today. We can do a TikTok. We are on doing that. a TikTok today. We should also have another camera go live on Instagram. If you are not following us on Instagram, make sure you go to Instagram Carolina Coops. We're going to go live on Instagram. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm winging it right now. Just oh my God. just bear with me. We're going to break some more trusses. They got more trusses. They screwed up out mm-hmm. there, which makes me mad whatever so we're gonna break them and what we're gonna do is i'm gonna show you guys the breaking strength it is unbelievable you're cheating don't i'm going to find conflict (laughs) uh we're gonna go break some trusses should we forget that i gave you a a gift yeah they're fighting over the mouse by the way Uh, yeah it really is fighting over control because i want to get to the the questions okay okay you're gonna yell at me that we didn't get to comments ingrid i do not ever yell. you're gonna scold me so I can't wait to learn about water <laughs> exactly. glass eggs. Um, for the sharp edge on your nest box roof metal problem, try looking into cable tray edge trim. I don't know what that is. We I've should look never at that. heard of cable tray edge trim. We do have a solution. It's a matter. Um, I thought that said go bears. Anyways, uh, <laughs> God, football season. The schedule's coming out soon. Go bears. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so we're we're going on, we're going on. Go ahead, speak. Well, I, I, I'm looking up cable tray edge trim. So there's a lot of questions here about the um, comments about the coop, um, the the water bar, the water system. I I, I, yeah. I love everyone, and thank you for the prayers, positive thoughts for my dad. Okay, it's gonna be a so tough year for me. Um, so I'm looking forward to when he comes out. The where you can get Carolina Coops shirts and merch. Um, please be patient. We need to order their shirts. We need to inventory the shirts, and then I will get them on the website. Yes, so it's... I'm really asking for. I know everybody wants them. We and will announce you. when they're ready. I promise. Yeah, they are coming. Things. I'm are... only one person. I know. We need another Ingrid. If we got someone that wants to be Ingrid's assistant, <laughs> and apparently working from home is the cool thing to do now. Um, we are working on making it work for everyone. Yes, we need a marketing assistant, right, Ingrid? I need something. Well, yes. I could do more we videos. Need a if shirt we... folder is what we need. <laughs> a shirt folder? We need someone to inventory our shirts. If someone wants to come in here and learn and inventory Gosh, and fold our shirts. Gosh, if you are shirts. in the North Carolina Creedmoor area you want a job. How about a summer J-O-B. intern? No, I, it's too, there's so much work training people and then just to lose them. I know, you and I disagree on it. Yeah. Okay, so... Thank next you, guys. Week, Thank you for all the prayers. Next week, we hope to have Jenny and Dave Mars on. And the following week, mm-hmm. we will have Kevin, May 6th. Is that the following week? Oh. I believe so. May 6th, 
we'll have Kevin from Epic Gardening with his Epic Coop and his Epic Chickens. <laughs> yeah, I love his TikTok videos. I yeah, mean, I'm, I if love you guys don't know who... those chickens grow up and him interacting yeah. with them as a new chicken dad. Yeah, it is. It, it's like a um, baby shower, almost like a feeling. That, yeah. Oh, I get to watch this unfold. Because yeah, it's been so long for us, right? Yeah. yeah Especially and, you. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna bring Kevin on. Who, uh, if you don't know who he is, you gotta check it out. Epic Gardening, huge on YouTube, huge on TikTok, huge on Instagram. We did a collaboration with him. Uh, my first collaboration I've ever done with a. I know he doesn't like to be called an influencer. I don't either. We're just on YouTube trying to share what we love doing. Cross promotion. Yes. And he's a good guy. He is legitimately a, a good dude. I, I wasn't sure. Uh, he loves what he does and it comes through and he's got his twist on things. He's going to come on and I want to just uh, have a real conversation with him talking about the transition of his chickens to the coop. Mm -hmm. See what he thinks. And of course, it is a way to continue to grow video chicken, of course. And if you guys have any questions too, especially about gardening. And I know I'm not a big gardener. I wish I was, but you guys are big gardeners. And I did want to ask him what his plans are to do with after he does clean out his coop, if he's thought about that, and this whole to till or not to till. He's no till. He's a no till. I'm sure he's camp no till. Camp yeah. no till. Because mm -hmm. mm. he uses a lot of the same um, tenants of gardening that permaculture uses and all that good stuff. And Back I thought... I thought I was going to clean out my coop this year, but it turns out we didn't get it done in time. So it's going to be a two-year, another two-year clean out. <laughs> so Na Nothing Nathan has a question, site prep question. Where do you place a coop on your property when you can't have chickens? <laughs> Just wherever you want, Nathan, wherever you want to look at it. That's where you get into the stealth coops. <laughs> oh, you mean he can't have chickens? Mm -hmm. Yes. I thought he just wanted your coop. Didn't care about the chickens. No. Oh. <laughs> So Brian had said, oh, my God, I was getting ready to build a coop and run and was going to look at the back. Now he realizes he needs to turn his coop around. Yes. You guys rock. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Byron. Sorry. Byron. Um, are French drains a high consideration? Do you use that for drainage? Well, French drains are for drainage. We've done it. No, a I know. Would you use that for drainage for a coop? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, we have. Okay. We absolutely have. If you got the time or you got the budget. And you are worried about standing water around the foundation of your chicken coop? Absolutely. Okay. Well, you're just flying through these because these are all okay. These okay. are all guesses, so you have to trust me. Look at the capital letters, Kristen. You are so right. Yeah, we don't even know what that was about, but but she was right. <laughs> Carolina Coop seems to have the momentum of a runaway freight train. Why are you so popular? Because um, we're the best. We do. We did. Did best we? people, it is, best product, it is very the best hard customers. to make a chicken coop like we do and be able to ship it. <laughs> Just to start off with. And, we and there the are so many little details in a chicken coop. It's not like building a shed. A lot of local contractors don't want to bother with it. Um, there's a big learning curve for it, at, frankly, and a lot of work and materials and trying to figure everything out that... It, it's taken a long time, but but we're there. And Anthony, thank you. Yes, thank you for letting everyone up. Please like and share, like and share, like and share. I want to continue to grow this show. Uh, that helps justify the cost that I put into it. And also, we want to continue to make it better. Uh, we got plans for the future to continue to make it grow. And uh, I think the other thing is that we also not only just build coops, but we try to try to educate people and help people in their chicken keeping journey. 
which yeah and i've seen a big uptick in calls where people want rabbits a lot of rabbit calls these days goats <laughs> just, i'm just putting hands off ingrid's waving we got um, we are going to be doing a goat house soon Finally, yeah. finally, yeah. I get to show people what I've been talking about. We have invented the world's first passive solar goat house, the best goat house. I can't wait. Wow. Yeah. So Jonathan asks, what's the best way to DIY level without expensive tools? Ah, thank you. I was hoping you were going to get to that question. I um, said trust me. And I do. I do. So that is a great question. Without the expense, yes, transits are you know usually about a thousand bucks, and that's a lot to spend for just trying to level something off for the first time. I tell you, my the easiest way. Not the cheapest, but the easiest. And this is pretty cheap. You just go get some masonry line, get some stakes, and you get what's called a bubble level. And you just set your stakes really, really well because you got to pull that string really, really well. And then you just put a level on it. And then you just take measurements from the string down to the ground, and you can find your difference. The other way is, uh, I believe it's called a poor man's level, um, where you just take a long, clear tube, quarter inch, three-eighths, half inch, whatever, fill it up with water. And at each, each end, that's going to be level. So that's another way to do it. Hmm. See, there you go. Or you can put a level on a level. Yeah, see, board. I know. In San Antonio, the hottest part of the day. Yeah, so technically the hottest part of the day is supposed to be 3 o'clock, according mm. to Arthur Chaffin, who was okay. on the show months ago. But, yes, I get it. And in the South especially, and you were saying it, when that sun's shining in mm. and they can't free range, um, we really want to perfect our solar shades. We're working with a company out of Texas, American-made solar shades that are made for our coops that go up and down. So that's not been on the priority list, but that's something we really would love to do. Yeah. Especially if it had the Carolina Coops logo. Maybe they're <laughs> custom printed. I'll take one of those. But the vegetation really does a great job as It well. does. And it, it helps with the, the look and feel of your coops. HOA says you can only have silkies? No. No. <laughs> that's a joke. I think I think he, he knows you now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. Well... Oh, you can rent transits. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh. Home Depot. You know, I'm not. I have not been a huge fan of Home Depot. They are growing on me. Home Depot is when it comes to buying tools. Home Depot is great. When it comes to buying materials, Lowe's is better. But when it comes to renting tools, hands mm. down, Home Depot is crushing it. So Amanda says, "I'd love to buy from you. I'm in North Carolina between Greensboro and Winston. Come stop by. Come on. We're here every day. <laughs> Come on out. She could actually get a pickup perk." Yes. If she, if she has but a we vehicle. We currently don't have one on display. No. I know. But you can come to my We're house. We're going to have our <laughs> certificate of occupancy. We're weeks away, finally. <laughs> and then we're going to have a coop out there. So um, Lori said, thank you for the info on the climate concerns information. I'll get storm shields when I get my coop ordered. Can't wait. And you're going to get, I'm telling you right now, there's sticker shock on storm shield. It's polycarbonate. And it, it, it just prices on everything are through the roof. It sucks. But I can tell you they are well, well worth it. Okay. I think Ingrid's ending the show. Are we ending the oh, show? Nope. No, not that screen. Nope. Oh, we're all, yay, we're going to do chicken police. No, no, we're not. I oh. can't. Oh. I'm sorry. So close. I, guess I was it, trying to. Uh, oops, I didn't mean to. Do you remember do what color stain they used on that coop right there, the, the barnwood one? Or is that all natural? Is that a clear stain? What? I, I'm sorry. Am I supposed to know that? <laughs> well, one, yes-ish. 
That is all natural. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. And that's what I was trying to tell you the other day. Okay. The benefits, because uh, so many people are like, I want to get mimic the coupe that we did in High Point. The coupe you see right mm-hmm. now, all 100% when you did see, 100% year old reclaimed barnwood. You just can't mimic true 100 years of aging. And what was great about that barn is we were able to flip the wood around that's never seen daylight. So it was a unique look. Now you can still flip the, keep the outside weathered look on the outside but we decided to put that inside and use the fresh stuff and i think it was well worth it. i think it was the right call okay no you yes no yes, what do you think yes. okay jeez leave me hanging there all right guys time to wrap it up hope you guys have a wonderful weekend hope you've enjoyed the show again next week big show jenny and dave mars if you haven't already watched on Fixer the Fabulous, HGTV, episode three, the most welcome important in. one. You have to say welcome, welcome in. Welcome in. I'm kidding there, but oh, thank you, okay. Ingrid. Episode three, show's called Welcome In, episode three, Turning Points. Mm-hmm. You will see us doing a chicken coop for them. We're going to have them on the show next week. Do a quick little interview. I want to see how things are going. And I hope to talk about a little of the behind the scenes, things that didn't make the cut. We had some good fun stuff. <laughs> have a great weekend, guys.